Welcome to the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast. I'm Dr. Jay Calvert here with Dr. Millicent Ravello. Hi, Dr. Ravello. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. How are you? I'm pretty good. Yeah? I'm, uh, I'm doing very well. I'm excited to talk to you about Kybella. Kybella is an exciting topic because we hear about it all the time. All the time. We do. Yes. Um, so what is Kybella? Beats me. I never use it. <laughs> I tend to do neck liposuction, like, so I don't know what it is. That's why we're here. Dr. Ravello, what is Kybella? I'm really trying to learn from you because, no, I, I have, I've seen my PA and my nurse do Kybella on patients, and I understand what it is. It's an enzyme. It's mesotherapy for the neck, but I am like a neck liposuction guy. I love neck liposuction. It's a contouring procedure, and now they want me to do this injection that's going to rival my operation. I don't think so. All right. So let's let's get back to some basics here. Kybella is an injectable product. It's deoxycholic acid. It's an enzyme that occurs naturally in the body, and it's designed to break down fat. So it makes sense from a chemistry standpoint that you can inject this enzyme into fat cells, and it will dissolve them. And, and it does. It does. And it absolutely does. So the way that it works, and right now it's only FDA approved for use under the chin in the neck area, otherwise called the submental area, but people definitely use it off-label in other parts of the body. It is not designed to do massive areas. This is not you know a large volume area technique. It's designed for small isolated areas, theoretically like under the neck. So the idea is that you come into the doctor's office or the nurse's office, whoever's injecting it, you have this injection, you swell up like a bullfrog for literally like two weeks, like swollen, and then eventually that comes down, oh, and mind you, it's super painful too, and then you come back. And this you, is sounding better by the second. And you ask for more. So you're pleased, sir, might have another. And you do another two or three rounds of treatment with the idea being that eventually you dissolve that fat under your neck or in the double chin area. Awesome. It sounds great. Sign me up. Here's the caveat. Well, there's lots of caveats. Number one, what are the pros? It's not a surgery. Okay. Right. You don't have to go to sleep. You don't have to go to sleep. Don't have to pay for an OR. Don't have to pay an anesthesiologist. Just the other pro, number two, it's not a surgery. What are the cons? Uh, it's not cheaper than neck liposuction or surgery because by the time you've added up your two or three sessions of Kybella, which easily run twelve to twenty four hundred dollars per session, twenty five hundred a session, twenty five hundred. It's six hundred a vial, minimum two vials per session. Most people need four to six vials, so you're definitely yeah. looking at twenty four hundred a session times two or three sessions, and you go through that period where you swell up like a bullfrog. And it hurts. And then the question becomes, was it worth it? What are the results? The variable are my answers to that. I know one lady who has done like 12 rounds of Kybella on her neck over the course of two or three years because she still doesn't think that it's done the job completely. I've seen patients that have had success. I've seen patients that have had partial success but are left with lumpy bumpy areas so it's not a um, head-to-head substitute for neck liposuction no because neck lipo is like one of my favorite things to do it's the best for treating 
neck fat. Yeah. It just, it's so, it's so gratifying. It's so yeah. exciting and it works and it and looks it good works. and it looks amazing. It works in just about everyone Jeez and the Louise. results are consistent. It's a one-time treatment. You are swollen for maybe a week or so and then it, you can go out in public and no one thinks you've had anything done and it lasts and, and, it, and it works. So, but it's surgery. But it's surgery. You have to go to surgery. You, now, to you can do surgery. neck lipo under straight local. You can. And I love doing neck lipo with a chin implant. Oh, mm. just it's gold. It's money. Yeah. You can. You can definitely. I don't put the. You can do the chin implant under lipo, but you can certainly do under local. Do uh, you say under, under, lipo? under lipo? I did under <laughs> local. Um, in addition to lipo, you can to do the neck. <laughs> <laughs> say that ten times fast. In addition to neck lipo, you can do the chin lo- implant under local. local. Yes. Um, there you go. Boom. But I would find most people, um, even if they don't go to sleep completely, do like to have some kind of sedation, just because it's a little disorienting to have instruments sort of being jabbed around the neck. But you certainly could do it under straight local anesthesia. If I was having it done, I would want a little wee bit of sedation just to take the edge off. I think so. I never thought about it as like sharp instruments being Being pointed at your neck. neck. But that's basically what it is. We do that every (laughs) single day, all the time. Like it's kind of our thing. Right. Um, and here's what I heard. Well, I, don't, I can't remember who exactly told me this, but it was a great way to think about liposuction versus Kybella. And this is where I'm probably going to get taken out by the company that makes Kybella. Kybella was not designed to be a substitute or a replacement or a better option than neck lipo. It was designed by the company to put it in the hands of non-surgeons. These are family practitioners, OB-GYNs, nurse practitioners, as a way to imitate what you might get from liposuction. The only reason this was invented was to make the company money. It was not designed to be a better alternative to neck liposuction. It was, I, I can see that. But know, it is an alternative. It's something that they can do. It's something they can do. But it's, it's an not alternative. a substitute. If you go head-to-head lipo versus Kybella no. and the neck in the submental region, I think right. it's going to be clear that neck lipo is going to make better contours. I, I mean, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not clear. But what I've seen is that it's kind of pretty spotty results on the, on the injections. But I guess yeah. if you do 10 rounds of it or something, you could probably really hone it. But who wants to spend $25,000 and looking like a bullfrog for two years? Because you do. I, yeah. I, every one of my staff, when this thing first came out, they're like, oh, I'm doing Kybella. And then they're like regretting it immediately because yeah. they, were, they were so, so swollen. swollen. It's crazy. Yeah. I was like, I, I can't look like that <laughs> ever. I Not guess if just... you have like a very small area, so you have a little tiny bit, a little tiny little area under your chin, you know, that it might work for you. That might be a good option. But if you have a really big, thick neck and there's a lot of fat there, you know, you're looking at a lot of rounds of Kybella, for sure. Um, I would prefer to use Kybella in other areas, actually. Uh, my favorite place to do it is probably that area right above the bra strap, where you get a little bit of bunchiness. That's just a little bit of fat, a little bit of skin. Um, very hard to do liposuction there, just because it's such a tiny, small area. Kybella works there. You can shoot a couple rounds of Kybella in I there. And it, and it works. So that, that's like the one area I will do. Kybella. Well, I've seen some complications with Kybella. Oh, yeah. I just saw a patient that's having surgery with me f- to take out big, huge 10-centimeter masses Oof. on their flanks. 
from Kybella. Yeah, so see, that's the problem. The flanks is a very large area to treat and was not designed to be treated with Kybella. So if you're going to inject that large a volume of fat with Kybella, you're going to have a lot of fat necrosis, which is basically just hardening of the fat because the body can't flush out the fat that quickly. It's designed to be used in very small areas. So that was someone who was not properly treated with Kybella. Or they weren't properly counseled and what the complications could be. That's the thing. It's like, it's just awful. So I'm going to cut those out and then we'll have to do some lipo to make it look nice because there's still flank fat. Oof. <laughs> so that sounds miserable. It's awful. <laughs> Typical day in the revision plastic surgery life of Jay Calvert. Yeah, no, it's no joke. There's definitely, I think that's probably the most common complication um, that I see in the neck area from Kybella is just areas of firmness and lumpy bumpiness, for sure. I like neck lipo a lot. It really works well. It's really great. I mean, the biggest problem that you have with it is you can get marginal mandibular nerve um, weakness or, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit of neuropraxia for, you know, anywhere from two days to two, three weeks. Yeah. I've seen that. Um, you don't typically get a nerve injury that's permanent, but like basically if somebody's like a big name actor or like a news person and they're on camera all the time, they should count <laughs> so, on it. But yeah, they'll get it. Well, Kybella <laughs> does that too. It does. You have to be really careful with you, where you inject the Kybella because you can also get that same uh, nerve injury. So that's the nerve that supplies the corner of your lip. And if it gets damaged or kind of traumatized, that corner of the mouth just... <laughs> Doesn't work. <laughs> Doesn't work. <laughs> you look a little droopy. That happened to one of uh, the PAs that I worked with, and she had a she had a marge from uh, Kybella. It was pretty deep. It happens. <laughs> it came back, but yeah. you know, a little disconcerting that you you look like you know job of the hut and <laughs> <laughs> nervous. It's like not a good deal. At least with the neck lipo, your neck's like clean. At least out. your neck looks great. Yeah, I mean, you, know. you might look a little droopy, but your neck looks amazing. But you, what I do for that is I just put some Botox on the other side yeah. so that both sides don't work very well. And and then you're fine. symmetric. Yeah, they might have a you know a little little bit of a drinking problem. A little drooling problem. Really hard to eat cereal. <laughs> <laughs> but it tends to come back just fine. Yeah, I mean that that is the thing, and I tell I, you know, it's funny too because I'll tell people like. If they're like a malpractice attorney or like a huge actor or something like that, I'll be like, look, you're a setup for a problem with this. Totally. So like plan on it. And they're like, okay, so I'm going to have a problem. Like, yes. Yes. You got to, you got to plan on it because you know, it's you like, if you're like, you know, somebody that like works in software engineer or whatever, you're going to do great. You'll do great. You'll be <laughs> fine. Be any kind of problem. If you have to be on camera next week, you're screwed. Like yep. that's the way it works. Seems to be the, the case. Well, I do love neck lipo. It does. You do heal very quickly from it. The contours look good. Um, the fat tends to not come back. You know? I mean, no. it really is once you've cleaned it out, it's good news. Yeah, and the skin does tighten up pretty well in that area. It does. And I'll yeah. do it even when somebody doesn't have a whole lot of fat. I can just do some neck lipo just for tightening. Yeah. And they get a good result with it. You know, they always want it tighter. <laughs> I don't think the neck skin can ever be tight, tight enough. enough. It's always like... Can it be tighter? You know, that, you know, it's something in plastic surgery that, you know, I just, uh, there's all, like, you can always do more. Like, everybody always wants a little more. Like, oh my God, it's amazing. Can it just be a li- can you just, <laughs> and I will say this, and I tell it to my patients, better is the enemy of good. If you've got a good result, high five, celebrate, 
show it off, wear that great result, own it. And don't mess with it. Don't mess with it. Don't go for better. (laughs) Because when you go for better. Bad things happen. You can get problems. Yeah. A thousand percent. I, you know, and I let, sometimes I let my, like, that could be better. I'm going to go for it. And then I'm like. You regret it every time. Why did I do that? Yeah. What is wrong with me? (laughs) Why did I? It was perfect. And now we have an infection or we have, you know, some scar that's not great or we have fat necrosis or something with whatever operation it is. So. If you're into plastic surgery and you're doing this stuff, will you get a good result? Thank your surgeon yep. and say, you know what? This is awesome. And go High about five, your business. We're out. <laughs> go back <laughs> for the next thing. All right. Well, I think that's uh, that's all we need to talk about on Kybella for versus next section. I, I think if you're thinking about it, really consider the two options. Get informed because they're two very different things. One surgery, one's not. Um, I agree that it's better if you can do something with without surgery, it's great. But if it's not going to give you the result you want, consider the consequences of looking like a bullfrog because <laughs> everybody does. I, I can't stand it. You, you see people, you're like, oh, you had Kybella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, this is the Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast coming to you from the 90210. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is brought to you by Rock Spa. This is MediSpa, located both in Beverly Hills and Newport Beach, providing services such as Botox, fillers, lasers, and all therapy, as well as hydrofacials and all the aesthetic products you could possibly need. It's run by the medical director, me, Dr. Jay Calvert. Rock Spa Beverly Hills is located at 120 South Spalding Drive in Suite 340, Beverly Hills, 90212. The phone number there is 310-777-0496. And Rock Spa Newport Beach is located at 1617 West Cliff Drive, Newport Beach, California, 92660. The phone number there is 949-640-1111. You can go to their respective websites, rockspanewportbeach.com or rockspabeverlyhills.com. Rockspa was created to help my patients maintain their aesthetic beauty in between whatever operations they have throughout their lives. It's something that allows patients to come in, get their facials, skin treatments, take care of all the Botox fillers and lasers that they need to keep up their beauty. And if they've invested in any of the aesthetic operations I perform, it's the way to maintain those operations. If you mention this podcast you will get the member's pricing for your hydrofacial. The Beverly Hills Plastic Surgery Podcast is the way that Dr. Ravello and I talk about the issues that are important to us in plastic surgery, but there's nothing better than getting to take care of our patients and do plastic surgery. Our practices are located in Beverly Hills, and I also have a satellite office in Newport Beach. You can learn about my practice at drcalvert.com And you can reach my office by calling 310-777-8800. And that will get you an appointment either in Beverly Hills or at the Newport Beach office. My practice is located in Beverly Hills. Our office phone number is 310-954-1355. You can also contact us directly through the website, which is rovelloplasticsurgery.com. We look forward to seeing you in the office for some aesthetic tune-ups.